Henry Jardina. I'm a writer, a critic, and a trans guy, and my pronouns are he, they. I am Ada Road Short, an activist, robot brain scientist, and queer trans woman whose pronouns are she, her. I am Katie Coleman, a playwright and composer, a queer trans woman, and my pronouns are she, her. This is the season finale of Totally Trans, Searching for the Trans Canon, where we talk about some of the most well-known figures from film, literature, and media, and tell you why we think they deserve to be part of the trans cultural canon. And this week we are all discussing the 2021 film, We're All Going to the World's Fair, written and directed by Jane Schoenbrunn. So, nice. we, we did it. And we're doing it without a script. Yeah. Um... Which part of why we're doing that is this is, we're doing it as a literally trans episode like we did with Key Transition Baby where we wanted to talk about like some explicitly trans media. Yes. Which, uh. And something modern that like just came out. Yeah. That's in the zeitgeist. Uh, yeah, not a film from the 1930s as much as we love films from the 1930s. Films from the 1930s. <laughs> Are there, yep. have they made films since then? I thought they stopped. I thought that was it. Just this one. Just this they one. Stopped in, they stopped in 1975. Yeah. yeah. This is the first movie I've made since the the Hollywood system fell. So, very exciting event. Um, maybe, maybe a nice thing to do would be, like, how did this movie get on your radar? Like, it's because we've all just come to this for the first time. So, maybe it's, like... How? What was the Whisper Network? Like, I feel like other trans people told me about this movie, and then they were like, you have to see it. Like, that's basically, like, my critic friends and everybody was just like, you need to see it! Who picked so, it yeah, for how this did episode? Y'all... Was that you, Henry? Or was it Katie? Me? I think we both uh, sort of like... I think, I think Henry brought it up, and I was like, oh yeah, I've been meaning to see that, you know? Um, same thing. I I learned about it uh, off of Letterboxd, which um, no one should do, uh, but I am obsessed with. <laughs> um, and just you know, I follow a bunch of uh, trans people on there who uh, were writing reviews of it, and I was like, oh, that seems weird. And then um, my uh, my friend texted me like a week ago and said, hey, this is the worst movie I've seen in years. <laughs> That's the first negative and review I thought, I've heard. And I and well, hold on, let me finish. And I thought, oh well, that means I'll probably really like it then, because <laughs> uh, we have very different taste in movies. Got it. Okay. Glowing. Shout out to Richard. I love you anyway. A glowing anti recommendation. Uh, yeah. So when I was dealing with big feelings for several months and in my marathoning lesbian films moment and not getting off the sofa. Uh, this kept coming up on Amazon as a recommendation, and it kept being, and it has like a really interesting poster. So I'd look and be like, "What the fuck is yeah. this?" And then I'd read the description yes. and be like, "Oh, absolutely not! That's not what I need to watch right now. I need to watch no. more, um, more lesbians falling in yeah. love and not a uh, slow descent into madness. Maybe not creepy pasta. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's a very um." Yeah, it was highly recommended. It's one of those movies that was highly recommended, but, like, I didn't really know what it was about. Or, like, I did no research before actually seeing it. And then as I was watching it, as is my favorite thing to do, what I like to do, because I'm a freak of nature, is to watch a movie. And then while I'm watching it, on my phone, just pull up the Wikipedia page and read the plot. Preferably as each beat is happening. 
Oh, Because I'm a psychopath and I should be in jail. (laughs) So that's what I did. (laughs) I was like, oh, that's what's going. I don't trust myself to understand what's going on in movies without Wikipedia. I think that's what it is. Because I'm always very confused about what's going on when things are not quite obvious. Um, So, yeah, it was it was interesting to view it that way. Like, definitely at the beginning, I was sort of like, okay, so is it just going to be like from the sort of like computer screen mm-hmm. POV? Yeah. Like, is this movie not? Because obviously it's quite low budget, even though it uses its money very effectively. And I think yeah. like the lo-fi elements make it like there's beautiful, like original music and like the establishing shots I found really haunting and great. Like, Katie, you mentioned the sort of like abandoned Toys R Us with like, there's like a dirty snow mound with a, shopping cart like tilted I was like I'm back in western Massachusetts yeah here we here we go I mean and the thing is like so you know those those inner those interstate you know exit towns like you see the like the memes about like you know when America looks like this and it's like an exit in like Pennsylvania (laughs) or something and it's just like KFC McDonald's Starbucks AutoZone, you know, all crowded around the internet exit, the internet exit, the interstate (laughs) exit. Um, And this is set in one of those towns, you know, like this is a person who lives in one of those like interstate exits in the middle of nowhere. Uh, It happens to be upstate New York in this case. We did figure it out by the end. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, it looked very familiar. It's me, the, I, I like, mean, I mean, it's I, the Appalachian Mountains. It's it, it, it's a, a big swath. So I was originally mm-hmm. assuming it was somewhere in the um, in the rural south, and or may, but then when I re- realized there was so much snow, you know, it had to be New England. But yeah, 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 it's I forgot. It's it's outside of Albany, not far from Albany. Yeah, that's where okay. it is. Yeah, I actually immediately looked up the shooting location because it wasn't somewhere I recognized, and I'm pretty good at. This is, this is my weird movie thing is I always need to know exactly where something was filmed and any like production details like that. Um, yeah, it's upstate New York. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it reminded me of the fact that winter goes on somewhere and I don't have to deal with it, which was both great and also sad because I'm like, oh, but. In Western Massachusetts, it definitely, like, looks like that for about six months. There's just a dirty mound of snow and, like, a huge abandoned Sears or, like, a, like just, like, especially yeah. since COVID, like, going back to my hometown is just, like, super depressing. Because, like, yeah, lots of shit shut down. Nothing has replaced it. It's lots of just, like, yeah. Abandoned like, retail coffins. Abandoned oh, shit. Oh, really? That's funny because like ten- the where I'm from in Tennessee is like all new stuff. Like everything is new. Like the okay. mall has they, they've they've like gotten rid of the parking lot and they're putting on all these outbuildings and it's all like there's a new Chipotle and but the, yeah the, the new abandoned are- Toys R Us has turned into something else. You know, oh, like good. It's, there's a lot of a lot of construction going on in johnson city tennessee <laughs> but are the new things all like uh like giant corporations like oh, like i'm guessing yeah. it's not like new small business it's like no yeah, Chipotle. Yeah. no there's no small businesses like johnson <laughs> city is 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 an interstate it's a little bit bigger you know um mm. it's like you know it's like eighty thousand people or something um but it's all chains it's all chain restaurants yeah. it's all chain everything i mean there are there are some no, one of, one yeah. of my favorite restaurants in the world is in Johnson City, Tennessee. Uh, but it there are they're mostly like you know just mm. Applebee's and you know yes. Chipotle and all that. Yeah, yeah. The only places that can afford to actually like rebuild post pandemic, yeah. which is sad. 
But yeah, I yeah. liked the the very effective minimal use of like outside, you know, anything that wasn't her bedroom. Her bedroom itself. Perhaps we should just give a brief. So we should, in talk this, about we should the probably explain what the movie let's, is let's about. What, let's, yeah, let's say what happens in this film. So in this movie, there is a young woman named Casey, who I'm going to say is about 15, like 14, 15 or so. Um, she lives with her father, who we never see, but we do hear him off screen, and he is a widower. Um, so, And I don't know if that... I'm assuming that means that her mom died. We don't know when this happened, but apparently it did happen. Um, and yeah, we... It's just sort of a process of her... becoming aware of this like meme sort of game internet creepypasta challenge called the world's fair challenge where you like um prick yourself with like a sharp object and like bleed and say i want to go to the world's fair i think four times and then changes are supposed to happen to you according to this like it's like a bloody mary or candy man kind of situation but with the computer yeah and the, and the thing is, like, it's like it's it's a creepypasta, you know, it's a game like they even say it in the in the uh, like opening video, like you're supposed to it's a game like you're supposed to like every the idea is everybody adds to this creepypasta um, where, you know, you say it's, you know, which is like a common thing on the Internet where everybody kind of writes their own story. But in this case, you're, you know, making fake or fictional vlog entries about how your body is changing based on this, you know, thing that you did. And we're told from the beginning that it's, you know, a fictional game that you're playing. You know, it's an immersive, you know, MMO kind of thing. And she starts, I mean, and she, at the beginning, she even looks up, like, what are some things other people did? Like, she knows it's, it's, it's a game. Like, she even, you know, decides what she's going to do. Like, that, she, she makes a video where she's sitting outside and says, you know, I'm starting not to feel anything. Because she saw previously in a video that that was something somebody else had said. And she's like, it's cold outside, but I'm not cold. But then in the next scene, she puts on a jacket and scarf and hat and everything. So we know that it's that it's yeah. a fiction and she's aware of it, at least to the beginning. Yeah. Yes. And she has no contact with, um, like, any people her age. Any fr- Like, we just sort of see her in her house, in her it, what looks like an attic room of her house. Um, and also, there's a hilarious scene where she's like, let's go on a tour of my high school, and it's a graveyard. Oh God, so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, she, you know, it's it's probably, like, just winter moody break, teen. I'm guessing. Yeah, just moody. Well, it takes, and she, I just assume she ditched school. Yeah, it takes place oh, over so several, over okay, at least a couple of months. At one point, she says it's November 14th, and then it's Christmas and then New Year's, so. Yeah, I, well, so as the plot continues it's it's actually shot in a really interesting way it's largely in like a found footage type format with both her vlog entries and then also these other internet videos cut in uh mm-hmm. but relatively early on in this she finds a video of that another collaborator in the game posts uh named jlb that like edits her video to like distort her face and this like very obviously dysphoric way and then uh, and says like you're in trouble i need to talk to you so then she like reaches out and they start to he he encourages her via an incredibly creepy skype call where it definitely sounds like he's masturbating and then they like do show you him to be like he's definitely not masturbating but i don't understand why he's breathing like that he's a fucking creep 
Um, he is yeah, creepy. We will talk about it. I was so him worried. Immediately, yeah. yeah. I was so worried that it was going to go to a place that I was not going to like, but... Yeah, and he's a, he's a middle-aged man, uh, we mm-hmm. should say, who lives in this, like, big house. Uh, there's, at one point, we see a woman walking behind him, but we don't know anything other than that. And even in the cast list, she's credited as J- JLB. Is it JLB? Yeah, JLB. JLB's question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark is how that person is credited. Yeah. Um, so well, it's, uh, yeah, and he's instantly a creep. And his, um, you never he doesn't show his face to her on the Skype call. It's just his avatar, which is the shadow man creepypasta, which is fucking spooky as hell. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's like a Gen X person yeah. who somehow is extremely online. I mean, obviously those people exist, but he's yeah, extremely yeah. online. Well, and we see him in like what is definitely what definitely should be a much younger, like a teenage boy's room a lot yeah. um, mm-hmm. is where he like does all of his calls, which makes me think either like it de- I, I don't know. The implication is like he just never moved out of his parents house or uh, oh, yeah. or it could have been like a kid, like his kid's room is a thing I thought near the end, which we can discuss in a bit why I thought that. But, yeah, um, it's not the master bedroom. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Um, so he reaches out to her, and then increasingly she continues to, like, uh, play more and more into the game, and you start to get the understanding that she is losing an understanding, like, losing the line between fantasy and reality a little bit, Um, yeah. to the point where, like, her, at one point, the the, like apex of madness for her within the narrative uh in addition to all of the other things like saying on a vlog that she's like going to either shoot her dad or herself uh, but eventually she covers herself in like glow in the dark like paint and then has like a like black a gl- light like in her a, room and she like you broke a glow stick yeah yeah and mm-hmm. then she like uh tears apart the little like cute plush lemur oh. she's had since she was a baby that she's like had as a comfort so object this whole time. I was I was very upset at that part. Yeah, and Poe then she was very like, cute. Which in the very beginning of the movie, she gets out and says, "Poe is going to do the challenge with us," and she's holding him when she does the the original like says, "I want to go to the World's Fair." Yeah. yeah. Thing. Um, and uh, it made me very upset. Yeah. It's yeah. Sad. Um. And, and like the idea, the fiction that she's doing is that like there's this other entity that's like taking control of her body and then leaving. Like, there's a yes. thing where she's doing this elaborate dance. Um, Incredible music video. It's amazing. Um, Incredible song. Love in then, winter. Like, <laughs> marshmallow in my cup. I yeah. stand. Which is, like, completely different. Like, it's like a different personality, you know? And then, like, she starts screaming in the middle of it as if she's, like, recognizing what she's doing and not being aware that she's not aware of her body. And then sliding back into the, you know... I would say more kind of more stereotypical, you know, teenage girl persona that is doing this like TikTok video thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So then after she destroys Poe, JLB reaches out to her one last time to ask to talk to her like out of game. Um, And she responds to that phrasing really interestingly as like not really understanding a lot of, I guess, like, the parlance of this, like, alternate reality MMO type thing that they're doing, um, which also kind of adds to the ambiguity of, like, to what extent is this 
pretend and to what extent is this like a psychological episode of some type for her um and jlb is like oh i'm really concerned about you to the point where i considered calling the police about the things you're putting in your videos and um she does not handle that well but not necessarily incorrectly and she like like tells him like my name's not even casey this is like i know this is all a game and then she like calls him a pedophile and then like never talks to him again um, and at that point, we don't see any more of Casey. We just, like, end the movie with JLB. And a year later, he, like, recounts a story of, like, meeting her and her being, like, a theater student and saying that she had, like... In New York um, City. Yeah, living yeah. in New York City and having had, like, a mental breakdown and being hospitalized. And um, he says this. He's really creepy. He's really gross about it. He's like, I can't believe I finally got to touch her. It's like, what the fuck? And this, yeah, that was gross. Um, But it's also kind of ambiguous whether or not that actually happened or that's just like more of the story. I don't believe for a second that that actually happened. Like, it's, he's kind of create a good ending for her. Yeah. Because in his retelling, he says that she explains that she went to this World's Fair, which he has sort of like mapped out as a digital space where there's like a planetarium and there's like the main stage and whatever. And so when he's telling this story, he's like, she said that like she was there, but like something brought me back and like, I prayed for her and what, so like, yeah. yeah Cause we see control. him, we should say the thing he does is after she calls, cause she calls, she hangs up and then she tells him never speak to me again. And she calls him a pedophile via text in the Skype. And then he like puts his hand on the screen And then he says in the story, you know, I put my hand on the screen and I stayed there and I prayed for you. And she told me, oh, God, and he does her voice and it's it's super spooky. Um, And he says that she could feel him like pulling her back from the and like we don't get any of the lore. Like they make a couple of references to like the lore of this like creepypasta and they don't explain any of it, which I really liked because like the, the less that, you know, the more that you can invent. And I um, I much appreciate it as much as I love lore. Um, I, 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 that's definitely the right choice for something like this, but, um, yeah, my, my, my first instinct was to assume that, you know, she maybe killed herself or at the very least just completely disappeared. Cause that's what she said. She said, one day I'm going to disappear and none of you will know where I am, which is the, the thing, like, that's the internet, right? Like, you know, we, we create these, these online personas, whether it's on social media or through some kind of, you know, um, some interaction with other people online and then one day somebody's gone and you never know what happened to them because you don't even know if you knew them at all. Um, Also a very like teen fantasy where it's just like, I want to disappear or like, I want to reinvent myself. I want to whatever. Like it definitely reminded me of like being a teenager and like being online and sort of being exposed to things that I probably shouldn't have been exposed to or like you know some definitely like older (laughs) creepy dudes like and yeah like i feel like the what was really interesting is like the whole idea of like she does not have a mother her dad seems super checked out and she's basically like being raised by the internet like when she puts on the asmr um video which is like a real asmr creator apparently and like uses it to fall asleep and it's like these really calming like kind words of like oh you had a nightmare like go back to sleep i've got you like she really like lives 
by the screen and is kind of like getting all her emotional sustenance from that, which is super like, I think, common, especially during the pandemic for like teenagers. Like you get a lot like we are used to getting a lot of like parasocial connection, like for better or worse. I think like it can be a really great thing, but it's definitely like if when you're also going through puberty and you're really alienated and there's all this mental stuff going on, it can be a very heady mix. Yeah. Yeah. So what makes this story a trans story? Well, the director, Jane. Authorial <laughs> <laughs> intent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She talks about how it was made to sort of like encapsulate the feeling of gender dysphoria and Casey herself has a very interesting gender presentation and sort of like, I think really like gets across that feeling of being uncomfortable in your skin, which is sort of universally teen, but also specifically yeah. trans. And like a she lot of like the really things baggy she clothes and stuff. Yeah. It's like a, yeah, like like layered a Walmart Billie Eilish kind of. Yeah. Yes, Walmart Billie Eilish, perfect. That's exactly like, and like on screen when she's watching people, there are like several, like there's one trans girl and the video is just called Demon Wings and she just has these really cool wings and she's just like sitting there. And also the plastic thing. I forget yeah, who that creator is. Yeah, Super plastic trans girl. and it just says, yeah. I'm turning into plastic and it's just pure euphoria. And, I like it. and she's just, I love it. Yeah. Something about that is very wonderful to me no i mean the like, video title is i'm turning into plastic and i like it yeah <laughs> oh yeah. and i like yeah i mean yeah. and, and yeah, i like just- it it was the, such a vibe. i mean same yeah yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah the internet is trans you know that's just that's just what it is we all live there i mean that's the my experience twitter yeah it's very a corin trans movie even though it you know i mean the, the 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 interview um jane uh, Schoenbrunn says that they had only been on HRT six months when it premiered at Sundance. So they are very much a, a corn trans. Yeah. Yes. And we should specify that interview that we uh, read for reference is by Nadine Smith, who I love, amazing writer, um, for them.us that came out, like, I think last year around this time. And it's a really yeah, it interesting premiered at interview. Sundance in 2021. So that was yes. January 2021. Um, I think... Another thing, so a thing I also saw in an interview with the director that I think is also representative of a lot of trans, like like trans folks' experiences with adults online. And we kind of talked about this a bit in the Holly Go Lightly episode. And I guess like maybe con- content warning for the next couple of minutes, probably on just like mm, yeah. sexual violence against children. Um uh, but they talked in an interview about how, like, they experienced some, like, grooming from adults in chat rooms as a kiddo, which is a not uncommon thing, especially with a lot of kids in our generation where we had a lot of unsupervised internet time. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the whole JLB thing is just real mm. grody yeah. and predatory mm. in this way where it's, like, yeah. commodifying... Uh, never explicit. It's only the vibe. Yeah. Like you never yeah. see him do or right. say anything explicitly creepy. It's just presented that way. Yeah. And it's I feel that like very... it's unambiguous, but it's not. 
Right. Yeah. It's not show- Yeah, it's that very, like, creepy thing of, like, guys on the internet reaching out to you when you're underage or just super young, whatever, and being like, I'm worried about you. Like, it's like this artifice of care and, like, no, I, I care. And it's, no, like, <laughs> it's not actual. Like, that's, to me, that's the layer that makes it especially, it's like, you're worried about some anonymous person whose internet videos you, like, what? Like, how, yeah. you don't know shit about them, so... Yeah. Yeah. But like, Creepy. that's the only person that like watched her video. You know, that is the care. only yeah. she's looking for some kind of connection and he's the only connection that she has. So she responds to him. Right. I mean, that's the first thing I'm like, don't Skype that dude. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Um, But yeah. it is. It's it's tough. Like, I don't know. When I was yeah, 12 years like, old, I pretended to be a teenage girl on chat rooms online. You know, like, same. Mm hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's or a, like, I think that's a touchstone for a lot of a lot of people mm-hmm. of our generation, yeah, at least. Yeah. Chat rooms for yeah for our generation, that's probably the f- one of the first times that like we felt safe, like presenting as our actual gender, like on yeah. in a virtual. But sp- like previous generations didn't really have that. Like it's IRL or nothing. I guess you can do like pen pals. I don't know. But like, oh, they definitely did. Of course they did. Yeah. 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 God, but I would like, like sorry, yeah. that's what a what a narrative prompt that would be like historical <laughs> fiction about someone pretending to be a girl via mm. a pen pal letter. Isn't that yeah. just what Virginia Prince got in trouble for? <laughs> Basically. Yeah. I guess she was sent to horny jail, as we discussed. First trans woman on record to be sent to horny jail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those chat rooms were were just like the AOL moment. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like y- you ran into a lot of uh, creepy older men yeah. who just were chilling, hanging out. Yeah. 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 Yeah, not a deal. Um, there is, I guess, like the other side of that, as much as I uh, hate hate the internet, is um, <laughs> it is like a space, though, for like self-expression and self-exploration to a degree. Yeah. And like this is within the narrative it's clearly a kiddo going through something and like trying to express something that she's not able to express and explore something that i think she's not able to like explicitly explore outside of Mm -hmm. this sort of narrative crutch um yeah yeah, i don't know the I, i i think that that's also just like a very trans thing like that's the the I oh no my D and D character was turned into a girl thing. <laughs> um, Whatever shall I do? Oh no. Um, which mm-hmm. is not an uncommon thing, or even just like I don't I. There are were definitely pictures of me in girls' clothes at like fourteen, fifteen that are on the internet somewhere. Um, oh god! In like CD forums on like various chans, and yeah. those are I. It's one of those things that I look back at it and I'm like, oh yeah, I was getting a lot of people commenting on those like really horny things, and at the time I was like, I'm a pretty girl, and I'm like, every one of those people should be in jail. All of them. All of them should be in yeah. prison. Yeah, yeah. It's hard because yeah, you want I was validation. Too, but... I was too old for the chans. Thank yeah, God. That's for ah. the best. I remember too, like, did y'all ever have 
like when there were just those like sort of pre-BuzzFeed, like random internet quizzes that were like, we're going to guess your gender based on your answers. And like, I would constantly take those and be extremely upset when they <laughs> said that I was a girl and be like, you're wrong. And then my friends would yell at me and be like, you're throwing off the algorithm. I'd be like, I don't fucking care. Like, there was a lot of quiz action. I got very mad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Misgendered sure. by the computer. <laughs> yeah, I was also on Friendster briefly. Oh. When that was looking like it was maybe going to be a thing and immediately was not at all. Yeah, I didn't sign up for Friendster. MySpace, you know. Yeah, MySpace Facebook. was big. Yeah. 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 Live Raised journal. I had internet. a live journal oh, yeah. that I have forgotten the login for and Same. desperately. Well, I'm pretty sure I probably used a school um, email for it and that's, you know, gone. Yeah, so, no, yeah, oh, it's yeah. gone forever. Who oh, knows? Yeah. Those are thank just God no one will ever see that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's like an interesting thing for our generation mm-hmm. is like the creation of these like online what is it counterpublics is that what the the like term was if i don't remember what it is i think it's online counterpublics no idea is like this these communities that exist outside of like physical space that allow us to like explore things mm-hmm. but then the mortifying artifacts that that leaves behind yeah of, like uh... um yeah. Oh, Ooh, these like Zanga. little bits. I had a Zanga too. Ooh, yeah, dead journal, Zanga, live. Yeah, there was all this shit. And I remember I'd go on live journal and like I would have seen my friends at school that day and we'd just like be shooting the shit like everything's cool. And then I'd read their live journal and be like, today dad raged and it was awful and everything's. And I was just like, shit, like, oh my God. Like, I just yeah. could not. Like, everything was so dramatic on live journal. And then in person, it was just like, yeah, anyway. <laughs> like, that confused me a lot. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> different different parts of different things were being expressed online than were being yeah. expressed in public, which is normal. But I'm wondering like what some of our weird favorite like internet hidey holes slash like deep K-hole territory. Or, like, do we have favorite Reddit channels? Do we have favorite wait, 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 Wikipedia no. spirals? Don't what? Call it a K-hole. No? No. It is a It's exactly it. You broke it. When you start on Wikipedia and you're looking up something and then you go down a K-hole of a very specific interest. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. I'm vetoing the use of the K-hole in that way. Uh, no, that's not allowed. No. Um, <laughs> I like that Katie then. immediately saw and just knew exactly. <laughs> What the thing that just broke my brain was. Um, uh, yeah, I guess what are horrible, the horrible little weird teen things. Or present, present day. Like, I, I mean, used to be, Deaths of I, Antiquity was my favorite. I don't even know what that is. On, on Wikipedia, it's just like weird, weird deaths dating back from like the early, it's like some guy looked up and like a piece of molten lead from a statue fell into his mouth and he did like weird deaths like that. Oh, I hate that. Oh, love it. Love it. That's terrible. I adore Um, those. The, okay. Um, no, I spent very little time on Reddit. Uh, I um, I was like, oh, I'll look at, at Reddit, and then immediately like backpedaled like so hard <laughs> out of that place. I love I love um, Reddit. 
I I mean I had an account and like was was I was on you know like recently like not even like a long time ago but like you know way after you know a long time after Reddit was around I um you know like probably right before I came out I you know kicked around trans Reddit for a while and was not into that um yeah and never never got into it I had a I have I have a friend who is always sending me links to to wild subreddits and stuff and those are you know these those can be fun but like some of the very super specific ones um mm-hmm. but he also Hell does yeah. like he like you know watch people die and like horrible things like that and like that's no. the worst thing i can think of so yeah, yeah. not the dark web no thank yeah. you just the goofy reddit like our yeah. dead malls is very appropriate oh, to yeah. this discussion oh, because sure, it's fantastic yeah. you just see empty malls our yeah. better call Saul, my personal favorite <laughs> Sure. Um, you just talk. Well, about... I have to beware of spoilers because I'm That's only on yeah. season four yeah, now. Don't Better don't enter Saul. that world just yet. My yeah. p- all time favorite though is our uh, submerged animatronic, which is just <laughs> oh my animatronics God. in water, which I is had my no greatest desire fear. to go to Reddit until you said that, and now <laughs> submerged I, they're so 100%. good because they're all like weird, fucking decaying. Fuck like Disney World wa- dark rides, water rides, and it's just like a big alligator that like moves in this very uncanny way and rises well, up out of the auto water. Completed in my there browser. you go. So you've you'll, been thank, there you'll thank me in three no, hours. I you come up out of this wormhole and you're like, all these submerged animatronics. Damn. No. Right? It's oh, so good. There's jo- oh no. The Disney oh, no. Sea, the Disney Sea <laughs> Serpent. From the original 10,000 Leagues Under the Sea ride. Oh, Everybody man, loves it. The 25,000 Leagues Under the Sea ride, if there was like one, if I could yes. go back in time That's only to saying. ride an amusement park ride, it would 100% yes. be that. I am that obsessed one. with the 25,000 yeah. Leagues Under the Sea ride. Then you will love this subreddit because it's, that fucking yeah. serpent with the googly eyes is all up in there. Everyone yeah. loves him. They do fan art. It's a great community. It's very wholesome, oh. unexpectedly wholesome community. <laughs> Yeah, there's yeah. like a like a Lego Loch Ness monster that comes. Yeah, there's some great These things that happen on that. So um, I love oh, it. Oh, spooky dinosaurs! I mm-hmm. underwater dinosaurs scare me so much. Um, I, even like though I know they're not the... technically dinosaurs, don't at me, True. weirdos. Um, I, yeah, I like those a lot. I'm definitely gonna spend a lot of time on here. I've avoided Reddit yeah. largely since like I've probably like relatively early in transition i guess like i moved to oregon and then i got too cool for reddit uh <laughs> i'm too cool for reddit i'm a little too oh good yeah i would like to revise my answer to say nerdy. i'm also too cool for reddit that's <laughs> okay. that's, that's my answer not, now yeah. i am not at all i'm not yeah. even cool enough for reddit which is why i love to spend time on dead malls and I mean, uh, submerged animatronics there's yeah. some so good stuff on reddit like, Abandoned um, amusement parks is one of my favorite. Just there's a lot of atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. It's like cr- just before creepy pasta, like not quite. Just like pictures of like some like amusement park that was like made to celebrate the Soviet Union, and now it's completely rusted over. <laughs> just like huge statue Aww. of men shaking hands with like ivy covering their faces. Like, oh, that's what I like. Yeah. I mean, there was, I was, I was a Tumblr person. Like, okay, that's yeah. my thing. Tumblr like, was great. I, I had a fairly popular Tumblr account that I don't like to talk about. 
Um, I, I I need to know now. Yeah, we need to know. No, this no, no, no. Oh, it's it's deleted. It's completely. I I scour. <laughs> I you know scorch the earth. Um, Did it have a theme? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you off, Mike. But um, it was you know. So I spent and, and Tumblr at a certain age, at a certain year was very similar to to Reddit. Yes. You know, like there was. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a Dead Malls Tumblr for for yes. certain, and there was you know uh, used to be a Pizza Hut was uh, was one of my uh, oh, favorites. Good one. Yeah, uh, as a as a Pizza Hut you know connoisseur myself. And the Pizza Huts, those beautiful Pizza Huts with the glass fucking roofs. Yeah. Oh my god, works of art. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think that was that was prop- that was my corner of the internet from like it's a good one. Yeah. You know, twenty twelve to twenty. 18 or so probably yeah it's a good good space lots of great slash art i remember during like when sherlock was first like showing up in the states just oh god it was so much so many gifts so many homoerotic yeah Yeah. lots of great homoeroticism written by like cis women oh yeah yeah i was into supernatural also so that was a good place to be yeah very yeah great for fandoms tumblr was very horny for supernatural Yes. Yeah. I assume Tumblr is still super horny for Supernatural. I don't know what happens oh, yeah, on sure. Tumblr stuff. I don't but I'm sure it's anybody just people like being Tumblr horny. got rid of porn and like everybody got mad and left pretty much. Yeah. Like even like all the non porn accounts shut down I and thought everything. They brought so. back porn. Did oh, they did not? they? I don't know. I don't know. I don't I'm bad at internet. Someone will yeah. tell us, I'm sure. They've lost their or maybe yeah. it's just like well no, because I don't think like young kids even like it's like TikTok no, they're not on Tumblr shit. anymore. Yeah, yeah. Tumblr. it's the, the internet moved on. Like, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know if I super ever clicked in a lot of online community stuff. I mean, like, I'd go on like the various chans when I was like fourteen through sixteen, um, and then around I guess like maybe earlier than sixteen. Because I remembered at some point I discovered you could fuck, and that really took the appeal out of took the appeal so out of that one. Losers, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, um, yeah. Fair. Uh, I'm just fair. yeah. Um, but as I said earlier, like there were definitely like the R slash CD, which funnily like one of one of my friends who was like one of my first friends to like come out as trans, we like saw each other, not r slash, like uh, some CD thing on some chance site. Uh, we like saw each other on there and I like immediately texted her and I was like, ah, I saw you on this. She's like, yeah, I saw you. And I was like, ah, fuck. Want to not talk about this for a while. <laughs> so then Spider-Man we, meme. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of sweet, actually, though. Yeah, that is sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I saw her, like, last week. Uh, We hung out. It was fun. Um, And then... uh, And I'm just scrolling through these submerged animatronics. I think I might be the only trans person from my high school class. Just disappointing. I know for a fact I'm not, because there was a trans boy at my high school reunion. Hell yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. But then, uh, nice. but then I just told everyone who just vaguely recognized me that I was just really butch in high school, and <laughs> that. everyone thought I was a boy. <laughs> yeah, gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss. Hell yeah, that's what we're about. I um, mean, I mean, you're from you're from you know rural Canada, so like I imagine it's probably the same thing, right? Is that correct? Or are you from a city? 
Uh, so I'm I'm originally from rural Canada in the Rocky Mountains, but I went to high school in Fort Collins, Colorado. Oh, okay. So no. so okay. it's like a decent sized city. Yeah, yeah. I went yeah, to like okay. a pretty so, big high school. Yeah, um, yeah. Because my high school, I mean, they're pro- I'm sure you know my graduating class was like you know 600 and something. So you know, odds are there were definitely more trans people there, but I think they're all like still closeted, um, just because of you know circumstances. Or like just wouldn't come to high school reunion, which I think is well, the yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, not that I went to my high school reunion. I'd highly recommend it. Go gaslight everyone. Yeah. Ten out of ten. No. Uh, made out with a married woman. It was great. Um, Someone in your class. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the dream. God. The dream. Yeah. The uh, ultimate. The dream. Howdy! It's it's me again. It's our mid-episode announcement, last of the season. Get ready. Um, we have one person to thank this week. Hey Zelda, thank you, Hey Zelda, for being awesome and for being a champion at the World's Fair Challenge. You're awesome. You're the best. And uh, now we're going to give you some uh, State of the Pod announcements. Stay tuned. Uh, Okay, we have a couple of announcements, I guess we should say. Uh, The first of which saying that we're going to go on break for a couple of weeks, and then we we are going to come back with our off-season content, which will be um, our sacred history, uh, totally trans mini-sodes, and something else. TBD! Yeah! It should hopefully be a, a transmissions from another Earth. Um, and our second announcement is... Oh, we're gonna do a live stream with, like, Jackbox games for our patrons. Yeah! We will do that uh, with the Discord, the Patreon Discord. So look for an announcement about that on Twitter slash Patreon. And probably on the Discord. Uh, yeah. That. Also, buy our merch. Um, Thank you for giving us money. Thank you. Thank you for giving us money. Thank you. What did you two just, like, feel, think about this movie? Was this, like, your jam as a film? We've gotten so far off of talking about the movie. We really have, yeah. We have, Um, yeah. Yeah, I liked it. I, um, I felt like, I felt like I could have, I could have watched more. Not that it was necessarily too short, but I felt like it was, and it was probably a bit due to budget and everything, but it seemed uh, a little slight, I guess. Um, Like, it didn't, it's not a horror movie. It's not a, I'm not saying that everything, you know, has to click into a genre, but I'm not a hundred percent sure, like what the, um, what the intention of, of the film was. And maybe I just need to read about it. You know, I haven't, you know, I, I had to work all day, so I have not, um, I did not do as much reading as I think the, the two of you did. Um, I, uh, I definitely liked it. I'm really interested to see what the director does next. Um, mm. It definitely, it feels like a uh, uh, a really good, solid start, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. And I think I saw she has, like, two other projects also kind of focusing about screens and the yes. way we're, like, perceived through screens coming the up. The screen is glowing is her next project, I, I believe. Nice. Which yeah. sounds great title, which also reminded me, like, I enjoyed the, you know, the creepy shot of the middle-aged dude with his hands on the screen because it reminded me of Poltergeist. Yeah. Which yeah. I feel like definite Poltergeist 
vibes. There's a bit that is, so there's, there's some of the other videos that sometimes it'll, someone will be watching, you know, YouTube and it'll do the like next video symbol will come up and then it'll start playing something else. And one of them is obviously a, you know, a parody of channel zero where somebody, (laughs) did either of you watch channel zero? It's a, it was a television show made based on creepypastas, like actual creepypastas that they would film it. And some of them were pretty good. Um, I think they did like four seasons and at least two of them are, are really quite good. But, um, some really, really creepy stuff. I think that, I mean, creepypasta is, I kind of like creepypasta. I think there's some, there's some really cool stories in creepypasta, especially the ones that are more authored, um, like specific stories. But um, one of them is like a ba- like Channel Zero-esque thing where someone has made a TV show based on the World's <laughs> Fair myth and he literally gets sucked into the computer. Suck. Yeah, just hands come out. It's like poltergeist, yeah. Yeah, which Poltergeist is, and the ring, yeah. Yeah. Yes, like extremely, yeah, like I like that. I feel like I'm definitely still processing this movie in the way that like I'm still processing the Blair Witch Project. Like, it's kind of like, I don't know if it's like the found footage thing or just like, it's hard to know what to make of a movie that feels like it's a lot of different scenes that are strung together, but there's maybe not like a cohesive plot, which is not a bad thing. Like, I appreciate that and I, I respect that. Like, I think this movie has a really interesting pace and it like is challenging which i like like she's not yeah. you know making the viewer comfortable like oh or no yeah lulling up it's kind of just like ah, like is something gonna happen is nothing good and like there were enough moments of just like ambiguous like sort of stylish like at one point you're watching um one of the world's fair videos made by someone else and he has this sort of like grayscale rash oh, yeah, that rolled. and he starts picking at his skin and out comes like a roll of like tickets for the for the fair like there was enough of that shit that i was like yeah. there's there's style yeah oh and and here. some of the shots are are really cool like i yes. love some of the lighting setups and yes. uh, and stuff and like the the way that the video light plays on her face is really cool yes um, yeah 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 well, I, I feel like it's like a very minimal plot. It is like it's it's all it's all just pacing and atmosphere with like a plot that you could kind of fit into like three sentences. No yeah. scenes um, of more than one person. No like dialogue. Yeah, you know, just just sort of one person in a room, either chatting, maybe video chatting with somebody, but like you know, just very isolated. Which is also like a serve. Like I love. Yeah. The idea of just like forcing someone to watch a movie where it's just like nobody interacts with anybody else. There aren't traditional scenes like it's just one person's experience and you going along with that. Yeah. That's cool. I saw the worst minimal cast movie and um, <laughs> it's just horrible recently. What was it? Has it? Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder. So I was very excited. Oh, the I, worst, I, the worst I, movie. <gasps> I've almost watched that so many it's times. Destination Thank you. Wedding. Yeah, I that's in my queue. It, no, it gets, I won't. Yeah. No. Keanu Reeves plays like basically a neckbeard, like a Reddit neckbeard on the topic oh. of Reddit. <laughs> and then Winona Ryder is like a different kind of horrible, but like not actually that terrible. It's just the script feels really misogynistic and is like 
isn't she the worst? She oh, does no. social justice work. And then oh. um, there's one part in the middle where they both go on like a transphobic rant. No, thank you. And oh, no. Me and my sister just like turned it off. No, thanks. Are you oh, supposed really to no. like these people and relate to them? Or is it it's one of those movies where it's like. Ew. You're so, they're supposed to, it's Ew. supposed to be like a romance between like the two worst people. No. Um, no, thank oh, you. No. Anywho. I. Uh, I didn't super vibe with this movie. I feel like I got a lot of the dysphoria stuff. I feel like if I yeah. saw this, like, f- I guess however many years earlier, like six years, six or seven years earlier, I'd probably be like, yo, this is the best thing ever. Um, I feel like, what was it? Let the right one in. Mm-hmm. The like original yes. version of that was maybe my version of this, where it also has a lot of stuff yes. that feels very like, gender and kind of dysphoria e but in a different way also i mean it's also explicitly trans, trans. Yeah. yeah yeah very very literally yeah that movie rules that movie does rule we'll have to do that um, eventually we'll have to do that eventually but Except the person who showed it to me who i was dating i got very angry at because he kept saying that this was our relationship and that oh. i was the vampire girl and i'm like so you want to lock me in a box that's where you that's we not had a fight. Good. You should. But, you should fight. You should yeah. fight. It's like, oh, so you only like to date people when they're in a box that you can open and close. <laughs> red flag. Got the heebie-jeebies. Red flag. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, but I'm really excited to see the other things from this director just because I think it's a really well-crafted Same. film. Yeah, for And it sure. shows, like, so much stuff. It's just this specific narrative. Yes. Just seemed like kind of a missed thing for me a bit. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, they seem cool. I follow them on Letterboxd. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. I also felt like I was too dumb for this movie a little bit for a lot of it. Do you know? I don't think so. Is that just me? Oh, no. Okay, cool. No, I'm Never saying mind. I Pretend don't. I didn't say that. No, I'm saying I don't think you're too dumb for this movie is what I mean. No. Okay. No. It was, I was like watching it and realizing that like, the way that movie made me feel is very similar to, like, this new antidepressant that I'm on. It's <laughs> just like, this is a weird moment to be watching this specific movie, because I already feel really loopy and weird and fucked up and kind of, like, out of body. So it's like, oh, this is interesting meta commentary. Yeah. But yeah, it worked. It worked for me. Hell yeah. I guess we don't have to do the scale because it is... Although it is not the character is not described in the trans language at the time. So we need we need to revise our scale before next season. Like I feel like we we need to have a little more like shades of gray in in the mix. You can like mix the numbers too. You can be like, this is a bit of all of them. But But like there's she just said no, my scale is perfect, Henry. Like No, no, shut down. No, no, you can absolutely change the scale. Fuck That's you. not my point. I'm just saying, like, it's not. It's yeah. descriptive, not prescriptive. Yes. Um, but like, there are. I feel like there can be literally trans movies um, where the trans characters don't use the language of the time simply because there is no discussion of identity. Like, yeah. I feel like that this movie fits into like like Mavian Rose. Yeah. True. Yeah, like, there can be movies where, like, it is explicit, and yet, either because of the situation the characters are in, or, like, this movie because of the format, 
there just isn't the the discourse or dialogue. Like, I guess, you know, I guess that's in between a three and a four. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. But yeah. 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 I mean, like. I mean, it's. Oh, I was going to say it's just interesting because it's like literally explicitly trans because of authorial intent. But then it's very like not even metaphorically trans. I'd say it's just like major gender stuff because it's not like using allegory to say like this is a trans experience. Yeah. yeah. It's just feels. It's just like feels, it's yeah. just feels. It's just Dysphoria, big trans feelings. The movie. Yeah. 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 I feel like um, and even if they just like said dysphoria at some point, I mean, it's a lot of dysphoria and dissociation. That's most of my notes. Yeah. It's just yeah. Like, very, very much an egg like sort of inside the head of an egg or somewhat, because it's like, I like that the whole premise of the world's fair challenge is like, you're going to change. And that's left very ambiguous. Like change meaning many different things, many different people. And like, just sort of it being left up to you to decide like whether that change will be good or bad or whether it will be physical or mental or like, any number of things. Like, I think it's interesting that the movie starts with, like, this person's wish to change in some way. Like, Yeah, that it's feels... like coming out a little bit. Yeah, we could say that. Yeah. yeah. That and feels then, like, somewhat explicit. You know, the fear of going on HRT and what it's going to, mm-hmm. what it's going to do to your body and, and your, and your yes. mind, you know? Like, yeah. Like, like, I think... Yeah, we I create think, a like, direct allegory or, if we wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Like I think the words that I would have used at fifteen. Granted, you know, I was in a different different climate in terms of the internet and political whatever. But not having those words, I think like the word I would have hung on to is change. Like I knew I wanted to change. Like just not. Spe- I would say like, oh, I wa- I wish I had wings, or like I wish I could like you know, like, turn into a whatever, like, that would be the the language I would have used. But again, in sort of a pre-internet moment. But yeah, that's sort of as explicit as it gets here. Yeah. Uh, the music is great. Uh, it's by Alex G, who is yes. uh, pretty cool. Beautiful. Um, love the music. Uh, the actor, yeah. um, I forgot her name, uh, is also great. Anna Cobb? I was thinking it wasn't Anna, but it might be. Yeah, maybe it's not. Yeah, maybe Anna. it's right. Doesn't See, matter. In her debut role, hold on. Let me just quickly look it up. Uh, yeah, Anna Cobb. Anna Cobb. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, she's great. Um, the other guy, the JLB guy, is a character actor. He's in a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, he. Looked I recognized familiar. him. Yeah, I feel like he has played a creep many times before. <laughs> My specialty is pedophile creep. Yeah. Yeah living yeah thank you for listening to this episode of totally trans searching for the trans canon we have a patreon that can be found at patreon.com backslash totally trans if you back us at three dollars or more per month you can access bonus episodes and join our discord also if you back us at two dollars or more per month you can access all our episodes one week early please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode And rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because we live in a cyberpunk nightmare oligopoly. Totally Trans, Searching for the Trans Canon is co-hosted by me, Henry Jardina, and you can find me on Twitter at Punk Groucho. You can also find me at henryjardina.substack.com and at Into More, where I'm the editor. 
co-hosted by me, Ada Rhodes Short, who can be found on Twitter at the Ada Rhodes, that is the underscore A-D-A underscore R-H-O-D-E-S. And co-hosted by me, Katie Coleman. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Katie of the Lake. All quotes and audio clips are being used under fair use. I think that use was very fair, don't you? And our season five theme music was a mystery only to be revealed by the passage of time, the magic of editing. By now, we probably should know what it is, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Anywho. Until next season, keep searching. Keep searching.